Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Mike Gelb. I'm the founder of The Consumer VC, a podcast about how consumer venture capitalists invest and how B2C companies grow and fundraise. I'm in Culver City. I think Anna Barber's episode, I'm thinking of the LA ones in particular. Anna Barber's was was awesome. It was back when she was at Techstars. That was, I think, a couple of years ago. I think Andy Dunn's story was really inspiring. He's the founder of uh, Bonobos. I think that he is a great episode. I also think the one that came out recently, Joe Cudlow, the founder of Yori, what I think is interesting about that one is because he, he, it was his, his company was very inspired by Southern California and the Southern California lifestyle. And so I think that one could also be interesting. Another one on, on more of the tech side, uh, Mike Gafari, who went to USC as undergrad. We talk a lot about what is the next big consumer platform after the iPhone, right? Because nothing's really replaced the iPhone as like a, a consumer platform and, and consumer enabler for you know apps or or activity. And so we talk through Web three, we talk through the metaverse, we talk through a variety of different subjects to kind of w- with that question. So I think all four of those could be really helpful or hopefully are helpful. Any last thoughts that you wanted to share before we wrap up? All I can say is that you know the LA community is just awesome. Um, it really, really is. I think that it's incredible. I'm thinking about it from the consumer lens, like all the consumer innovation that's happened here in LA is just unbelievable. And I still think that LA, there's a lot of talk about Miami, which is great. A lot of talk about, you know, Austin, which is great. You know, like the the new tech hubs. I, I just, I just think that LA is still so underrated. So I'm super excited to be here and thank you again so much. You got it. And for the last chapter of our interview into our inspo round, just a couple questions. These aren't LA specific. What book do you recommend we read? Okay. So probably my favorite book, at least right now, I actually listen to it. I try to listen to it once every couple months. It's a short read. It's called The War of Art. Um, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner inner Creative Battles uh, by Stephen Pressfield. And it's all about the idea of if you want to be creative, whether it's starting a company or just doing anything creative at all, you're going to have these like internal battles and saying, oh, well, maybe it's procrastination or maybe I can't do it. And also maybe these these external battles of people telling you like maybe subtly that, hey, like, why would you be doing that? Or, you know, why are you devoting your time to doing this? Or, you know, hey, like there's nothing wrong with doing it like tomorrow or the next day. And I think that Stephen just, 
breaks it down so well in the war of art and it just it gets me so fired up and motivated every time i read it that's why i read it so often it, it is a short read i think it's about like 150 pages or so and it's about a two hour two and a half hour um if you listen to it i absolutely love it for anyone that's looking to become creative and just have some of these kind of get going blocks it's just such a great read Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that was recommended to me by my mentor as well. Completely agree. What is a mobile app or a website software that is just go to that wows you that you're like, ah, I can't live without it. It's the best. Mobile website or software. So an app, website, software. I would say, um, hopefully this is not a cop out, but I love Peloton. I use I use my that's Peloton not a all the time. That's all right, not a cool. cop out all right, at all. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I use my Peloton all the time. I think it's so impressive what that company, I know right now they're, they're going through maybe a, a tough time, but like, I think that like what, what they have done is absolutely incredible. I mean, I think it's an incredible machine. I, I think it's amazing that I can just, I, that I can just push a button and then like, and then a workout begins. I don't have to think about it. Just a huge, huge, huge fan of Peloton. I think it's great. Hi, I'm Kirk Cushino, founder and CEO of Hype Life Brands. We're a progressive brand development and marketing agency specializing in working with lifestyle startups and challenger brands that want to connect with millennials. We are based in Oceanside. Whatever the company is that we work with, whatever the startup is, wherever they're located, I mean, I think that we, because our approach is holistic and it's, it's 360 degrees, we help in every possible way that we can. So a lot of right now, I would say in the last couple of years, a big focus is on really tuning and fine tuning the MarTech stack. So the marketing tech stack. Now, over the past few years, people have thought that, oh, I can like, basically I can, you know, and the bigger the company is, the bigger, the worse this gets. So I think that oh, we can just silo that. Like you can just have marketing and then you can have IT over here and you can have these advertising guys over there and like it's all, but it's all been converging for many years. Um, and so we come in and basically assess what the systems are, what's going on, what's being measured. What's the, what's the top line goals. Again, I mentioned that we work with the, you know, founders, CEOs, and that's the level that we work at period, the end. And so figuring out what are the top line goals of the business, what's on the road ahead, what's the end game, because once we have that end game, we can help our clients and we do help our clients from cradle to grave, basically, of any brand that we're working with. And a lot of that comes down to technology needs, like I, almost saying like tech companies doesn't even mean anything to me anymore, because most companies that we're working with that are, I mean, our clients work on a national scale at the smallest. So you have to be a tech, you have to have tech in your arsenal to do that. There's no way around that. The companies that don't harness tech to the fullest in conjunction and converge with their marketing and their advertising efforts, and I'm talking about much more than just posting on Instagram, those are the ones that suffer, you know, and those are the ones that don't evolve and grow and grow in a healthy, you know, healthy pace and reach those end game goals that we really work to work with our clients to define in the beginning so we can reverse engineer that end game. What kind of results has Hype Life gotten for brands? What are some, some examples? We've built and launched numerous startups and the one we're focusing on right now would be Huddle Music, I think is probably the best case study of, that we've ever 
had because there's enough capital there to really see physical growth. A lot of our clients were literally launching things into the market with zero followers, zero sales, zero registered users, everything. And so we've been able to steadily ramp Huddle Music, which is a, a growing global music community slash platform. So it's not just a, a social media platform. There's a lot more going on. And there's a lot more revenue streams that are being finished up right now and being launched. So really bringing those ideas to life, launching them, and then growing them. So I think, I think one of the big stats there, we launched it at zero. And we've had it's like 18 to 22 given the month, but average 20% month over month growth from pretty much day one of the user base, you know, and that's one of our top line goals, of course, is when you're building a community, which is a, interestingly, a common thread that we have done in the last decade is a lot of sites or platforms or apps or brands or whatever, where there's this reliance on community. And if you don't have that community, you know, it's not like you're just selling a webinar, some, you know, transactional thing. It's like, we're, we're often building these things like rolling this bigger and bigger snowball. And so seeing that community go from zero to thousands and thousands of users now. Um, and that's the, I mean, we're just like scratching the surface. Um, and that's pre that's pre outside external funding on top of that. Hey, this is Nick, project manager over at PaperCast. We are a Torrance-based document management company that leverages AI to help you find and file any document. The CEO of PaperCast, his name is Guy Puckett. Um, he has a service bureau, which is scanning, shredding, box storage. Um, it's been around for about 18 years. It's called Archive It. They were having the problem that people were scanning their files and they would put them into Dropbox or local on the drive and not be able to find them. They would end up filling up those file cabinets because they didn't have a good go forward solution. So PaperCast was designed as a virtual file cabinet alternative um, so that when the files are uploaded, they go through a really cool process called ICR, um, which is intelligent character recognition. So that takes the text, it takes handwriting and converts that into searchable metadata so that any document that lands in our system is searchable by any keyword in that document. And then we're leveraging some AI tools, which are extracting things that you wanna extract from the document to index using AI and eliminating the need for keystrokes and data entry. And what attracted you to PaperCast? So originally uh, PaperCast needed some help on the website side of things with front end design and uh, getting landing pages. They needed some help with marketing things. So I came on in that capacity and then they ended up bringing me on as the project manager to kind of oversee everything um, after the first 30 days, I would say, of us working together. What would you say is really attracts you to the culture of PaperCast? How is it different than other companies you've worked with before? Papercast is really cool. Uh, it's definitely an interesting energy. There's a group of people that already work with the existing scanning side of things, and it's a great team. And uh, the owner guy is a, is a very interesting character. He's very uh, 
very fun guy to work with. He's a, he's got a great vision. He's got great ideas. So um, he's throwing that out there. And uh, I think it's a really interesting product in the fact that nobody's really doing it. Um, there's your really expensive, complicated document management systems that cost tons of money to deploy. And they're not really um, something you can just start using right off the bat like Dropbox. But Dropbox is a little bit more limited in the fact that you still have to use traditional naming conventions, traditional file structures, and it's it's really hard to locate files sometimes if you didn't name them correctly. Um, and one of the really cool things that we're trying to work with is uh, using it enterprise wide. So uh, if you know companies are uploading HR documents and they want to index certain information, or if they're uploading accounting, they can uh, customize that at a department level and have secure access at a department level as well. And are you from LA originally? I am not. I'm actually from Indiana um, originally. I've been out here for about seven years. Um, I grew up in Indiana, LaGrange, Indiana. Uh, it's near South Bend. Uh, I went to college in Muncie, Ball State University, and then I moved out here and uh, I've been out here for about the last seven years. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.